Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daly. This is Gus Boyet. This is Don Hutchison. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travel to all these interviews from Barcelona, and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast wouldn't happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to join us, to become a socio, and to get every interview we produce without adverts, and before it goes out on the main feed, plus lots of bonus content, including the chance to put questions to our guests and to me via the monthly Q&A. You will also get bonus content every month, including the audio versions of my regular columns for ESPN. So do please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and join the club and get your family and friends to do so. Maybe even strangers in the street. Love you. Hi there. Welcome to the big interview. It's Graham, your host. This is part two of my interview with our final guest of the 2021 season, Ilkay Gundogan. Between us, we decided to focus on Ilkay's relationship with the Champions League, as we were talking a little over a week away from Manchester City's final against Chelsea. He goes into some depth about the emotions of being an elite footballer, the impact it has on you when you don't win a Champions League final. Remember, he'd been there once before against Bayern Munich at Wembley. Anyway, here is Ilkay, and he's going to tell you a bit about the mindset that helps him deal with these types of games, and a great deal about his relationship with one of the most influential, important figures in modern football, Pep Guardiola. If you haven't listened to part one, do... Um, look out for his description of Pep Guardiola in three key words. It's as good as anybody I've ever heard describing the Catalan. Again, thank you to Kin Partners, to Alex at Manchester City, to Arif, to Onur and Ilhan for making this happen and giving us the privilege of spending considerable time with Ilkay Gundogan, a smashing footballer, and he's turned out to be a really articulate, intelligent guest on the big interview. If you enjoy this, please simply tell others to listen. We think it's different. Are we allowed to say that? In the case of Gundogan, we think it's just good listening. Thank you.
I'm going to take a small risk because we have sponsors, Bet365, who support us all the time and keep us moving. It, when there is no COVID, we, we fly around Europe to interview guests. They've asked us to ask you to describe Pep Guardiola in three words. Now, please, you can choose three Turkish words, three German words, or three English words. But, but please, so long as you translate the ones, if you choose it in your, in your mother tongues. So, first word would be probably genius, because I've never, I've never worked with a manager who's so much into all the details of the game, who's able to have such an influence during a game, who's able to improve all the different players that he has worked with. And I mean, I know not just myself, I know also a lot of players who have worked with him in the past and... He might be not the easiest of characters, but who is? Who is, really? Um, and the, after that, I come to my second word. Um, but everywhere he was, when you talk with the players that he worked with, every player just admired to, to work with him, to learn from him. And um, he improved, I think, every team he worked he worked in and also all the players he worked with. So... He's he's so influential. He's just amazing, and also the the amount of titles he won. This they they just they just prove this. Second one is intense, um, and he is very intense. He is um, as I said before. Um, it might not be always easy. Not not just with him. Generally, um, what he wants from you, what he demands, uh, what you del need to deliver on the pitch. Um, But it's never easy when you wanna when you wanna be the best. So um, when you're competitive, and um, you want to reach your maximum maximum level, and um, you wanna get as good as possible, um, it needs to be intense. It needs to be difficult. Um, so it's very challenging, but really in a positive way. And the third word to describe him for me would be kind of family because I feel really close to him. I had a lot of downs with him, but also a lot of ups. Um, I won with him. I lost with him. I know that family in general, people around him, friends, which he considers also family as someone who's from Spain, you know, with that culture who, um, you know, is very um, close with people, with his people. Um, I know that this this is for him also very important, and um, he has he has it mentioned also a few times also uh, in the media. You know um, when David Silva, as an example, had issues with his family going on. Um, family is always number one for him, um, and sometimes I try to look at him not just as a manager, also as a friend, as someone from the family, um, and. Um, Yeah, I would consider myself really close to him um, and I really appreciate that because he's not just an incredible manager, he's also a great human being to me. I, I think, honestly, no, no flattery. It, it tells something to our listeners that you're a special man because if you say, I work with, I work for an intense genius and the third word, which you can explain also is family and friend, that says something about the other half of the relationship. And now I have to talk about the other half of the relationship because you said an extraordinary thing a couple of months ago. I want to talk about the nudge. 
you're playing for Dortmund. You're playing against Pep Guardiola's Bayern Munich. Now, I know from the first time I met Tuchel was in Berlin and he was a Dortmund manager and he was giving a big a big uh, workshop to the Aspire Academy and he said, I played Pep Guardiola's Bayern Munich last week and it's hell. I come up with this idea, he comes up with that idea and you talked about running around trying to compete against a matrix of players playing in a different way, in a different level. Competing and trying to figure it out. But in, in the tunnel before a game, he just gives you a nudge. Just a little nudge. And I like detail. I love that. And, and you, because you open up about yourself, you said, could I play for him? I wonder. And he said to Chiki Begirstein, this is the number one guy. Did, so let's go back to the nudge. And why did you remember that? I think mainly I remembered it because for me, he was... He was someone who I just admired, like especially watching his Barcelona side, you know, and I was still a teenager back then watching his Barcelona sides play, um, playing not just with that success, you know, lifting all these trophies, just also the way they were playing, you know, um, I just like for me, it was always when he was there, my biggest dream ever was to play in that side. Um, I think I was just. I don't know, 17, 18, 19, maybe I was, uh, or 20. Um, but it was just, uh, it was so far away, but, uh, that was just incredible just to watch, you know, them playing. I, I don't know. I just, I just loved it so much. And then, um, he came to the Bundesliga. It was exciting. We faced them many, many times. It was, as you, as you said it, it was always so so difficult to play against this side um, because you thought they always have a plan um, and their plan is always better than the actual plan that you have so they always have an answer for for your plan and then instead of them adapting to your plan you always you're always forced to adapt to their plan um, and Let's be honest, we beat them maybe a couple of times in, 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 in numerous of games, but we, we, we never really deserved it. I remember especially one game. It was a, it was a cup semifinal. Um, and over 120 minutes, they, they destroyed us. Like, I think they had possession of 60, 70% maybe. They had so many chances. Um, and the game finished um, a draw after 120 minutes. I don't know if, if it was 0-0 or 1-1. And then we went into penalties and we beat them on penalties because I think they slipped, two of their players slipped a couple of times. They missed penalties uh, and we beat them. And we were so happy afterwards in the, in the dressing room, obviously, because we, we went into the final. But um, I was sitting there just asking myself, how did we win this game? It was just, it was just incredible. Um, yeah, and you know, the older I got the more my mindset changed a little bit. Um, and this is also something I think he taught me, obviously passively when I was playing against him and then actively when I was playing for him and working, starting to work with him, that I can be even happy after a game that I, that I lose or, I, or that I don't win. I can because the moment the referee blows his final whistle, I exactly know if I was able to deliver in that moment, in that match, everything I had or not. And 
there are always games that you feel a bit unlucky and of course you're sad. I remember as an example that that Champions League game against Tottenham when when we when we got knocked out um, after the 95th minute when Raheem scored the goal and before there was a goal and it was offside and and we got knocked out. And after the game I was so so sad and so disappointed, so frustrated. But I really had the feeling I gave I gave it all on the pitch. I gave it all and I, since today, I think we played great. Of course, we, we did stupid mistakes. We considered three goals. But really, we really played a really good game. And of course, I was angry. I was sad. I was disappointed. But at the end of the day, I was able to tell myself, okay, I give it all today. And it was not meant to be. And we continue from here. And um, this is really something that I've learned, that I, I'm not looking into wins, trophies, points anymore that much i just look into that feeling that i have this 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 um satisfaction that you that you feel inside yourself you know that feeling that you have um and if that's the case um probably most of the time you will also win which is this will come automatically but even if not um the world goes not down and you can still you can still um be happy about what you did I enjoyed that answer, and if I've understood it correctly, I, I interviewed Cavani um, on Sunday ahead of the game v Villarreal, and he talked about how, for him, of course winning and trophies are really important, but for him his life in football has to be about the journey. It has to be about how I've changed, how I've worked against adversity, whether it's personal adversity or football adversity, and that feels slightly related to what you're saying, because you're talking about... Have I have I given the best of me? Have I followed? Have I given the coach what he asked of me? Have we given a great spectacle, even if we didn't? Because getting used to defeat is what every sportsman and woman has to do. It's it's a shit feeling, but you have to get used to it. So the journey, if you use those moments when you come off, even Spurs, and you go, I know we played well. I know we did the right things. Next time it will come. It develops you as a person, not just as a footballer. I'm I'm sure it does. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, in, in, in general, football gave me so much, so many opportunities uh, in general. Um, and the fact that I'm sitting here, you know, we, we're having this conversation. I'm in a foreign country. Um you know, like for a few years already in, 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 in a city, in a, I came to a city that I didn't know before. I was never never here apart from a game that I had with Dortmund. I didn't know anyone. I mean, it's just the whole journey itself, you know, that, uh, that comes with it. Um, not just in my football life, in my, in my general life, in my social life. So I appreciate it. I appreciate also the setbacks. I appreciate the difficult moments that I had. And I had a lot. Um, I a lot of defeats, a lot of setbacks with injuries, um, a lot of difficult moments in my career so far. But um, always I was able to 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 react well, to come to come back well from that. Um, and every time it it it, it gave me something. Um, and mostly I would say it gave me satisfaction. You know that I was able to come back. You know, like to be to be again on the top of my game. And. I don't know. It's just um, I think that's that's the challenge of life, isn't it? In general, not just in football, in in in, in general. So um, we always try to do our best. Sometimes it's not enough. You fail, you lose, but then it's about standing up again and then um, yeah, uh, try to proceed again. Before 
before the rest of this big interview, I'd like to tell you that our entire archive of audio and video content is now on our new YouTube channel. We've begun filming all of our interviews, and there are already loads of clips with guests, including Rio Ferdinand, Connor Cody, Brendan Rogers, and Jamie Carragher, plus full interviews for you to watch and to share. Please do share with friends. Go to YouTube and search Graham Hunter, or click on the link in the show notes to this episode and become a subscriber. I honestly think you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We have members, socios, who, who support us as well as our sponsors, Bet365. And I want to say thanks to Stephen O'Reilly, Robert Ryan, Ben Nicholson, and Gareth Scriven. Gareth has written in to us and says, Ilkay has added more goals to his game this season. Although I remember, remember I wasn't in the, in the games, but for Bochum, you scored more regularly than you did later for Nuremberg uh, and for Dortmund. But you have added, this is, this is your number one senior season for scoring goals. And Gareth wants to know, have you changed your own game to get more goals? Or is it completely a positional thing that the team is functioning in a way that allows you to be in different areas? Which is the the better way to interpret it? I think the second one, definitely. Definitely the second one. Um, People keep telling me, oh, you're in the best form of your life and the best uh, situation of your career so far. Um, and then I always answer that I don't do anything different, to be honest. I take care of myself as I did the, the last few years. Um, I feel the same way that I felt last year. They always ask, they keep asking me, like, what are you doing different? <laughs> and, I, and I don't know the answer, to be honest. Um, as simple as that. You know, sometimes 
the team changes slightly, the selections may be a little bit different, the way you approach the game is a bit different. And I remember uh, when we were in a yeah, quite difficult moment at the beginning of the season, uh, in October, November time, um, our manager tried to yeah, fix a couple of things, tried to adapt a little bit, tried to change our game slightly, um, tried to change the approach slightly. Um, and more and more, it allowed me um, to come into a different role and to take also maybe a little bit more responsibility in terms of going forwards into the opponent's box. Um, and then obviously, once I started scoring goals and once um, yeah, this whole machine of the 11 players on the pitch started to work out quite well, it's kind of easy after that, to be honest. It's, it's maybe a bit weird to say. But uh, it's just about repeating it again and again and again and again. And of course, I, wa I was then in a moment where I had a lot of confidence after I scored my first two, three, four goals um, in December, January time. Um, and honestly, February, February, March, I, I don't even remember how like it was. It went past so quick um, and I scored all these goals. I don't even remember how anymore, to be honest. It was just like, for me, it was the the most normal thing just to go on the pitch, you know, to do, to score, <laughs> and then just to leave the pitch again. Um, it sounds maybe weird, and I don't, I don't want it to sound arrogant at all, but I was not even thinking about anything else than just doing the same that I, that I did in January, you know, uh, beginning of February. And I think the outcome was just... Um, You know, by repeating every time this and having that same feeling, the same confidence in, in, inside yourself, that it just um, happened automatically. I even remember the, the Spurs game at home when I scored two goals. I had to get off the pitch because I started to feel a bit my groin, my adductor. Um, and I knew in that moment when I was off the pitch because... That was something extraordinary then, you know, that was something, okay, you're in such a good form in a run and then you got, you get take, you got taken out of this and you're forced to, even, even when you just have a break of two, three, four, five days uh, without training, without a match, maybe you're missing one game, you're immediately out of this feeling. This feeling is gone. Um, and that's why I targeted to come back as quick as possible because I didn't want to lose that feeling, you know? Um, and I remember the doctor saying to me after that game, okay, it, it will take a few days. You might, you might miss a couple of matches um, at least. Um, and me, I was aiming to come back as soon as possible. And I remember I just missed one game away at Everton. And the next game at Arsenal away, I was on the pitch again. I played night, full 90 again. So I wanted to, to get in shape as, as, as quick as possible and not to lose anything of this momentum. My second, you've anticipated my second last one, and I felt it was a cheeky one, but again, I feel a connection. I only ever scored amateur football goals or amateur hockey goals. But when you score, Ilkay, particularly if you're scoring regularly, let's now not talk about winning games or trophies or salary. The act of scoring, I, I talk to myself a lot. I talk to myself in my head. I talk out loud a lot. And when I talk to myself, I'm a happier person. When you score goals, I think it changes you. I think you're sunnier, happier, more confident. Maybe I'm talking rubbish, but do you feel that when the goals are going in? Do you, do you walk with an extra little bit of happiness and confidence outside the game, not in the game? 
Definitely. I mean, I was never the type of guy in my professional career, at least, um, that was scoring, um, I don't know, 10 plus goals per season, um, as, as you know, as everyone knows. Um, but um, yeah, once you get into that run that I've mentioned before, once you start scoring, that, that, that feeling of scoring, you know, um, is also something you need to get used to. Um, you know, like your teammates coming to you, hugging you, celebrating you, basically, that you are the goal scorer. Um, the people on the sideline, the staff, I mean, obviously, there's no crowd. There was no crowd this season. Um, so it's the, the people outside um, who are celebrating in, in a certain way you at the end of the day. Um, it's also something you need to get used to. And sometimes it's intimidating, really. <laughs> sometimes, like, when you're the center of attention, you know, especially before you score, when you're in this goal, goal scoring position and everything is just, you know, like concentrating on you and what you're going to do, it's putting you a little bit under pressure. And um, when you're not used to that feeling, how to deal with that situation and maybe not to overthink stuff, um, you're doing better. And of course, when you, when you start scoring and repeat and repeat and repeat, the more, the more often you get into that position, the better you are able to deal with it. And it's just basically at the end of the day, it's like, it's, it's like training, you know, it's like training. So, um, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. It's, um, it's something you need to, you need to live, you know, and, um, probably that's also the reason why some people maybe have just one, two and Mia as well. I had it as well. I had maybe last season, I don't know, I had maybe three goals in the league. I, I don't really remember, uh, but not many. Um, But then now, the fact that I told you, I don't even remember how these goal-scoring positions, um, you know, how I came into them and how it happened, how it was, how it was meant to be that I, that I score, um, because I was not really thinking about it. It's a beautiful thing that you have inside you. The last one then is, let's not talk about Chelsea, let's not talk about winning or losing, but let's talk about... Those, I hope as many of those people that were in your living room watching the Champions League with you when you were a kid are still with us, still alive. I hope, I want to think about what will they think when they see you, I hope lining up for City, but certainly in a portal, like Blue Strip, not bench, I hope, but in the squad with you. Another Champions League final for Ilkay Gundogan, your, your grandparents' region in Turkey, the friends from Bochum as a young player, Gilsenkirchen as a developing guy. What, what, what will be going through their hearts and heads? And, and, and how much do you have to just package that up and, and put it away pretty soon? Uh, honestly, probably the best for me is not to think about that too much because um, I not I can imagine. I'm sure that a lot of these people, a lot of people in my family, of my friends, they they want me more to win that, that, that trophy than I probably want myself. Um, I, I, I feel it, you know, um, and not just with the Champions League, in general. Um, when I get hurt, when I get an injury, I see my parents much more worried for me than, than myself. When I get a small knock, um, my mom nearly cries on the phone, you know, and is worried about what's, what, 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 what happened. Um, when I lose a game, um, people, people are sometimes uh, more disappointed. My friends are more disappointed, uh, angrier than, than, than me, maybe. 
Um, on the opposite side, when I win, they are, they are also more able to show their emotions, their happiness, their joy uh, than I am actually, because I don't know, I'm, sometimes I'm a weird guy uh, and I can't always show my emotions. Um, but yeah, um, they, will, they will be, of course, I hope they will be proud. I'm sure they will be proud um, to see me there in that final once again. Um, and of course, this time they will hope uh, that uh, I will be on the winner's side and uh, I will be able to lift that trophy. And um, at the end of the day, it wouldn't be just my achievement or in general, I don't see my career as my, my personal achievement. I see it as an achievement of my family, of my friends, of people who supported me, former managers, former teammates, um, everyone played his part. And I appreciate every moment that I lived. Um, and um, I'm very grateful and thankful to all the people that um, yeah, played a role in my life. Okay. I hope when they listen to this, you've made many new friends and supporters who'll be pitching for you on the night of the 29th. I need to say thanks to Florian, to Honor, to Ilhan, um, to you, a thousand percent to you for being so so articulate, so friendly, for sharing your love of this game. It's been it's been a huge pleasure. And also, I suppose we have to say thanks to Pep for nudging you as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. The pleasure was mine. Thank you for listening to The Big Interview. It's produced by me, which sounds egotistical, but it's also true, Graham Hunter, and Backpage. Our music is by Beer Jacket, who else? Editing by Charlie McGarry. Thank you to our hosts at Acast and our loyal sponsors at Bet365. We're also supported by our socios. Find out how to become a socio, how to support us at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Here endeth the lesson. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.